So simply a professional. I'm your host, Webby. Join me tonight. We got Devin. Hey, everybody. It's me, Devin. And we got that bluesy intro coming to us from dad.68 at dadrock.net. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Devin, tonight, well, today, tonight, whatever, um, Rob's not He's here. Either. He's sleeping. Rob's, Rob a sleepy boy. Rob's sleepy boy. And he does have a he, he might join us if he wakes up happen if he happens to wake up in the middle of this. Uh he might pop in groggily. He did have a fucking science corner this week that I was I actually remembered to remind him about. Um but but now he's not here and I don't know what the science corner was. He just wanted me to remind him that he had one. Um so maybe we'll have to we'll have to come up with either an additional life advice towards the end for the viewers or for the listeners or or come up with a science science corner of our own which hey you know what maybe you know we're pretty sciencey guys me and you if we put our heads I'll, together you know? you know what Webby I I got this all right um but today Devin so we have a I have a couple of lists and you actually came up with a good idea so we're going to start with this first list it's 30 surprising according to this website uh and this is Eat this, not that. Uh, at eatthis.com, this is thirty surprisingly delicious food pairings that will blow your mind. Uh, from salty and sweet to combos that might have you scratching your head, uh, these combinations apparently really work. Uh, so what we're gonna do, and this was your your recommendation, is maybe on like the next stream, whenever that happens to be, if it's a, if it's a spring stream or maybe even the Halloween stream. Uh, uh, I I don't necessarily know that we'll want to wait till the Christmas stream. We usually do something big for that. Uh, but or, or it's just gonna be a random stream that maybe we'll just put out, you know? Because uh, these episodes do go up on on YouTube. Um. So maybe we'll actually do a video SU. But uh, we're going to go through these, and we're going to kind of vote on our top five say, of what we think would the last time we good. did a weird. Sorry, the last time we did a weird combination, it turned out good. Remember we did like the peanut butter bacon one? Yeah. Yeah. I do like that solid one. combination. Um, and I mean, there's some that, like, there's ones that, there's one that I've lived by ever since I've tried it. And it's, you know, I, I thank my buddy Ross for having me try it, though I, I brought it a little bit, you know, one step further than he does. And I, and I try to get all you guys to try it. Um, but in any case, we're going to be talking about it. We're, we're going to vote on our top five, which ones we think would taste good and try them uh, versus which top five ones we don't think would pair well. And we'll try those as well. On a on a stream at some point, um, I don't know if these are in any particular order. The list doesn't say, 
Uh, so we'll just have to go through. It is it it is in numerical order one through thirty. So I don't know if they're starting off with like what they deem the best combo. Um, versus not. So, uh, okay, you ready for this? Uh, corner this. Um, here are some of the weirdest and most loved food combinations out there. Don't knock them till you try them. Uh, number one. All right, this doesn't seem that far off. Ice cream and fries. I mean, people have technically been doing this forever. I mean, I, anytime I go to Wendy's, Wendy's yeah, I, yeah, I dip my fries in a frosty. Um, apparently, people dip their fries in in a McDonald's McFlurry. Um, yeah, this this seems like a very typical food combination because you're getting the salty from the fries and then the sweet from the ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know a place down the road does something similar as far as salty and sweet. Uh, the Tap House and Hooks It, they have a maple bacon ice cream where it's it, it's not just frozen chunks of bacon. When they give you the ice cream, it's actually ice cream with, with warm bacon chunks in it. Like they've just cooked the bacon and then they mix it in with the ice cream. Um, it's actually really good. So I don't think that one's a surprise to anybody. I got something on my mouse and it's driving me crazy. Get off. Sorry. Um, all right, this next one I can tell you I've never tried because I've never had avocados. Um, chocolate and avocado. Um, good. It, I've had it before. It's good. Um, avocado doesn't. Avoc- avocados are one of those weird ones where it has a taste, but like. It's kind of a relatively neutral taste. It's just kind of a, it's a, it's a fatty, uh, like I think avocado is technically a vegetable or fruit. I mean, uh, it's kind of it's kind of fatty. Like people use it, we use it in place of like mayonnaise and everything. It's a, uh, it's kind of fatty. So like the chocolate avocado kind of just works well. It yeah, really like it's not offensive in the slightest. So, the little blurb on this, uh says, we're not just talking about adding a piece of chocolate to your morning avocado toast, although that does sound delicious. Avocado's creamy, buttery texture naturally lends itself to chocolate-flavored recipes, of which there are many to choose from. Dip your toes into a flavor combination with an avocado and chocolate milkshake, milkshake, for instance, which features cacao powder and a quarter avocado. Hmm. So avocados taste like almost. I'm guessing like buttery. They they are they are they're not not they're not exactly like that. What you would like describe the buttery taste as buttery. You know what I mean? Like the right. that flavor you would describe as buttery. I wouldn't call them buttery in that sense, but they are very much um, and they fatty. Seem, they're like a fatty. And they seem they have a really large. According to this picture, they have a very large pit. They do, they do. Yes, that, which I'm guessing, which I'm guessing, you obviously don't eat the pit. No, it's. And like, then, are you also not meant to eat the skin? Is it one of those fruits uh, that like you're not supposed skin, to eat? The skin? You basically adjust the flesh you're eating. You're not eating the skin at all. All right. So you're just eating that green bit on the inside, the greenish yellow yep. stuff. All right. Well, you've tried that one. You say it's good. I've never had avocado. Maybe I'll have to try it sometime. Uh, this one seems a bit odd. 
uh, olive oil and ice cream. That seems a little weird to me. Uh, if you haven't tried it, you might be hesitant about this combination, but plenty of people swear by it. For a true Although, salty sweet combo, try adding a drizzle of olive oil and a few sea salt flakes to vanilla ice cream. You won't regret it. Although thinking about it, like olive oil, the best way I would describe like an avocado flavor to someone who's ever had it, um, almost kind of like a very neutral, creamy olive oil in a weird way. Okay. Like not exactly like it, it doesn't have exactly like this like pungent olive oil flavor to it, but it's definitely. That's how I would, describe, I guess, best describe. I don't know if that's the best way to like describe avocado. But that's how I would describe yeah. avocado. So they're 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 recommending uh, either that or an olive oil gelato if your local scoop shop offers it. But otherwise, they're 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 uh, they're recommending just a, a drizzle of olive oil and some sea salt flakes to vanilla ice cream. Here you go, Webby. This is how they would. This is how the internet describes avocado flavors. Buttery, creamy, slightly nutty, with earthy, grassy undertones. Oh, okay. If that's helpful. Uh, the next one. So, as of right now, so far, I mean, we're only on number four. I think right now the olive oil ice cream one is going to be the odd one so far. Uh, so that might make our list. Let me let me just put number three. I'm going to put a little notation on my thing here for number three just to go back to that when we go to vote for our top five good versus bad ones uh number four devin coca-cola and chicken uh recipes for coca recipes for cola chicken are abundant for a reason while most people are more familiar with the soda in its drinkable form there's something to be said for frying chicken in it too if you think no. about it, it is still a salty sweet combo, and it's not much weirder than other sweet meat flavorings like teriyaki or sweet barbecue sauce. No, I don't know, dude. Whenever you like, if you fry any type of soda, you get that like that really burnt syrup at the bottom and stuff. I can't imagine yeah, no. it'd be good. No, that's no. This like is it, a, a hard note for me. Is that how? Is that what you're supposed? Is that what you're meant to do? Is to like cook the coca-cola down i don't know syrup. I, don't, I mean i could understand maybe cooking the coca-cola down with syrup and putting like doing like a reduction sauce on top of the chicken or something maybe but well, i'm writing down number no. four because this i don't understand we'll actually have to look up a, a an actual I don't, recipe no. for this one if, they, if we end up voting on that one that seems silly um, that seems that seems silly we're not doing that no all right number five is strawberries and balsamic Vinegar. That's good. Uh, strawberries and balsamic vinegar are an age-old Italian combination that works surprisingly well. The savory balsamic flavor makes strawberries taste even sweeter, complementing their already juicy nature. Intrigued to try the strawberry balsamic combination in our grilled strawberry shortcake recipe. Okay. I would have never thought of putting vinegar on strawberries but well something vinegar is weird though yeah like it's not it's not a i wouldn't put like white vinegar or apple cider vinegar on a balsamic it's a little bit weird it has a natural sweetness to it yeah uh, that's why it goes so great with on like toasted bread with mozzarella and uh like basil huh if you toast some bread some mozzarella on top slice up some like some roma tomatoes real thin and then just do a little little balsamic on top. It's one of the best things you could put in your mouth. 
Uh, okay, so this next one is also one that uh, I've never actually even heard of people doing this, but um, I haven't heard of people doing the first part of this either. But anyway, number six is cheddar cheese and apple pie. I've heard of that. Now, apparently, that. apparently, fresh apples and cheese slices are a common combination. I've never heard of that either. Uh, um, yeah, I've heard of that. So it was only a matter of time before the cheese idea hit apple pie as well. As Atlas Obscura reported, the tradition of adding cheese to apple pie seems to have originated in England, and it's been going on for centuries. The outlet posits that today, cheddar-topped apple pie is more popular in dairy-producing regions of the United States like the Midwest and New England. I could do that. Uh, if you want to try this trend out, you don't have to throw a yellow slice on top of the next slice of pie you eat. Try baking cheddar into your pie crust to test out the intriguing combo. Huh. I could do it. Um, another weird another weird uh, combination for cheddar. Have you ever uh, you know like those like those coconut bar cookies you can buy? Yeah. Obviously, like I don't know if you I don't know if you like coconut. If you don't like coconut, it's automatically a no for people. But right. um but uh if you have if you if you get those coconut bar cookies, get the sharp cheddar cheese, like the block of sharp cheddar cheese or mild cheddar cheese if you're not like a sharp person from the store, uh and slice that like thin and eat that with that. I used to eat that when I was a kid. It's actually really good. My grandmother turned me on to that. It's actually really good. Hmm. It's something about like the sharp cheddar that like hits with the coconut that just kinda like, like works really well. As weird as it is. Somebody. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I, I put a side note down. I'm gonna have to ask my mom to try that at least. Maybe not ruin an entire apple pie in case I don't like it or in case she doesn't like it. But like, they do say to try just baking some cheddar cheese into your pie crust, um, and just trying that out. See if you like the taste. Um, this next one, I feel like I watched, there's a restaurant that does this. Um, I honestly don't know how I feel. Like, I feel like it would be good, but number seven is peanut butter and a burger. Yeah. I have the restaurant by me that does that. And I'm, I'm, I've, I've wanted to try it. I'm just like, I am, I am hesitant, but like, like I do like peanut sauce on like chicken, things like that. Um, Let's see what the blurb says here. While many of the options in on this list uh, rely on salty-sweet combinations, this is more of a salt and more salt situation. Adding melted peanut butter when forming beef patties will make them juicier. For an even more daring take on the combo, try adding Thai peanut butter sauce to your next burger for an unforgettable flavor combination. Uh, just be of, be sure to avoid these 17 worst burger grilling mistakes. And there's a link to another thing. So, uh, so they're not talking either about like just taking like a smearing some peanut butter onto one side of the bun and eating it like that either. Although I could see maybe how that would be good too. But, um, yeah, they're, they're talking about putting actual like pe melted peanut butter into the beef patties. Um, which I guess I kind of get. 
But still, I think that would be making. I think that would make it really messy, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you Absolutely. think? Absolutely. I, I am willing to try that one though. What's this? Number seven, peanut butter on a burger. I'm willing to try it, like making a burger and just putting peanut butter on one, you know one of the sides of the bun or whatever. So I'm reading down number seven as a side note. We're gonna vote on all these at the end. <clears throat> uh, number eight. Chocolate and chips. Uh, again, this just goes to the whole salty sweet thing. If you've ever poured a box of M&Ms right into your popcorn at the movie theater, this one's for you, which I've also never done that. I just feel like That's that good. would melt the chocolate. You know, just, no, it actually works really well with M- it works well with M&Ms because they, they have that hard coating. Oh, uh, that's true, I guess. Uh, Don't do it with, like, chocolate chips. I've done that with, like, trail mix and chocolate chips, and it just gets messy. But, uh, like, just um, M&M's work really well. So the salty-sweet combination is just delicious. There's a reason chocolate-covered potato chips is a thing. Lay's first released its chocolate-covered potato chips in 2013, but the pairing goes back way further than that. Uh, If you'd rather stick to dipping your Lay's in French onion dip, though, we don't blame you. So... Yeah, okay. That one doesn't strike me as that odd, honestly. I actually like that. I, I've, I've had it a couple of times. It's actually pretty um, good. It's pretty solid. This one, I think, kind of harkens back to the whole peanut butter bacon one, but uh, this one is banana and bacon. Because, I mean, bananas go good with peanut butter, and bacon goes good with peanut butter. I guess someone wanted to try banana and bacon. I think bacon pretty much will make anything better. I mean, that's not really that weird because, like, isn't like the isn't like the Elvis sandwich, but peanut butter, bacon, and banana sandwich. Maybe, man, that's how I want to. Uh, do I feel it. like <laughs> I think that was it. It might, it might have just been peanut butter. And banana, oh yeah, but they like do. No, they do mention that. Hold on. Uh, while the true origins of this combo aren't clear, it's long been attributed, along with peanut butter, to Elvis Presley. There's the sweet, carb-heavy banana paired with creamy peanut butter and salty bacon. An unlikely but delicious trio, perfect for sandwich making. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. Try, I kind of want to try, try the combo for yourself with our, with our official Elvis sandwich recipe. I am clicking on this link. Oh, hey, man. Okay, so SU wouldn't be SU without some sort of visual aid. This is for Devin here. Look at that sandwich, Devin. Oh, God. That does look delicious. That looks amazing. I kind of want to try a fluffernutter, though. A fluffernutter with bacon. I wonder how that would be. Oh, man. There's a whole bunch of... What do you think, Webby? A fluffernutter with bacon? Just peanut butter yeah. fluff and bacon? Yep. I mean, I could see that. Because, again, you're getting the sweet from the fluff. Right. I wonder how that would be. That'd probably be um, good. So, they have... A few other things. I'm, I'm going to get sidetracked here for just a second. So obviously there's the BLT, right? Mm-hmm. Bacon, lettuce, tomato. There's also a, a bait, B-A-T-E, which is bacon, arugula, tomato, and a sunny side up egg. And there's a belt, a uh, bacon, egg, lettuce, and tomato. Uh, there's blat, bacon, lettuce, avocado, and tomato. And then this one, I think you might. This one sounds kind of good too. It's a blatsum, b l a t s m, bacon, lettuce, avocado, tomato, and sriracha spiked mayo. Sounds. I, I, I would eat that for breakfast. Ten out of ten. Would eat that for breakfast. Yeah. Uh. 
But so in in that sandwich that I just linked to you, the Elvis, um, it is apparently a quarter cup smooth natural peanut butter, eight slices of whole wheat bread lightly toasted. Uh, I guess if you're making several sandwiches, two bananas that are sliced, two slices of bacon, uh, cooked and crumbled, and one tablespoon of honey. So, why would you need eight slices of whole bread? I mean, if you're making two sandwiches, that's only four. I guess you're making four sandwiches, but then you're only using two slices of bacon and two bananas? I don't know, man. The math math does not add up to me. That that math ain't mathin'? Nope. But banana and bacon, that sounds good. Sounds real good to me. Yep. I don't know this next one because I don't necessarily know that I've ever had it, but prosciutto and melon. Uh, Combining salty and sweet flavors can be simple as enjoying a bit of meat with fresh fruit. This Italian classic is perfect for a snack on a hot summer day. You can wrap the prosciutto around melon slices or just eat the two side by side. So, I don't I don't necessarily know that I know what prosciutto really is. Prosciutto is, uh, it's kind of like, uh... <coughs> Excuse me. How am I supposed to describe prosciutto? It's uh, kind of like... It's a, in it's the, a kind of ham. Like ham. Yeah, it's in the same family as ham, but it's, it's, it's um, a little different than base So, ham. Pr- prosciutto means any kind of ham that's either dry, cured, or cooked. Yeah, yeah you, 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 usually, you usually eat it like dry, cured. You, I've had it. So essentially ham and melon, huh? I don't know. I I guess it would depend on the melon. Like, I I don't think I would want to do it with watermelon. Uh, No, probably like honeydew or something. I think that's the picture that they have in this. Uh, Well, uh, cantaloupe or honeydew? Is it? If if it's orange, it's cantaloupe. If it's green, it's honeydew. Yeah, I I think it's it's green, so I think it's honeydew. That's what that is, right? On the right. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, that's honeydew. Yeah. Uh, no, wait. I don't know. It has a green, um, green outer edge. Jacket. I think that's honeydew. Yeah, that's honeydew. Pretty sure that's honeydew. Yeah, yeah. that's honeydew. Oh. In her... Cat's responding in the SU Discord, so she's getting her sneak peek into what we're possibly talking about because of these pictures. Um, yeah, again, I, I don't think, I, I don't, I don't think I'd hate the idea of, of prosciutto and like a honeydew. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd like it with like a watermelon. I don't think it would pair well for me for that. Um, the next one is a common one. Clay brings this up a lot and I've always been super hesitant to try it. You ready for number 11, Devin? Uh, sure. What is it? A peanut butter and pickle sandwich. Nope. Pass. Hard pass. Uh, the New York Times caught a lot of flack for suggesting readers add peas into their guacamole, uh, but the paper also Hard caused pass. a bit of controversy with this peanut butter and pickle sandwich suggestion. For pickle lovers, there's not much to the tart flavor that 
there's not much the tart flavor can't improve. And peanut butter is sturdy enough to withstand the pickle juice without the sandwich falling apart. Or as the Times put it, the vinegary snap of the pickle's tempers are un... Un... I don't know that word. Uncouthness of peanut butter? And it's an unusual pantry sandwich for when luncheon meats leave you cold. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to write this one down because I don't think this one ever sounded appealing to me in the slightest. No, no. Um, I don't mind pickles. No, I'm not a not huge pickle fan, but... Refuse it, not doing it. Nope. Well, Devin, we might have to vote that one in on our bad one then to try for the stream yeah, purpose. That sounds like the worst. It's like a waste of two good foods. Well, you know, I mean, it was your idea to choose five bad I ones. I, I get that. I'm just saying, I said three bad ones and five good ones. But yeah. Well, we're not going to go f- odd numbers like that. Because, f- I mean, do you really want to torture yourself? Yeah, well, for streams, when do we not? All the time. I'm pretty sure we torture ourselves pretty, pretty regularly. Nah. Uh, all right, number 12, chicken and pickle brine. Uh, at this point, we've already conceded to frying chicken in Coca-Cola. And compared chicken to and that... Brine, that's, that's not new. That's old. That People have been doing that forever. Chicken and pickle brine sounds downright normal. Supposedly, Chick-fil-A uh, cooks its chicken in pickle brine, uh, which could Absolutely. explain why the fast food chain has so many devotees. The pickle brine keeps the meat juicy without overpowering its natural flavor. Uh, so you say that that's a very common thing? Yeah, that's fairly common. All right. I've never heard of it, but, I mean, I've had Chick-fil-A before, and if that's what they do, then I don't know, it, just yeah, tastes, it tastes like chicken yeah. to me. A lot of Southern style, it's 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 the same thing of uh, people use buttermilk for the same reasons. It's the acidicness. Gotcha, gotcha. It's, this... it's the acidicness in, 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 the, in the base. They'll use buttermilk or they'll use pickle brine, and then instead of buttermilk. That's all, really all it is. Man, this next one. I do, does not does not strike me as strange in the slightest. In fact, I do this quite often, depending on the type that I get. Uh, number thirteen is pizza and ranch dressing. Yeah, it's not anything special. It's uh, pretty par for the course. Uh, let's see, a school cafeteria classic. This try and true combination hits the spot. The tangy ranch complements the tomato sauce perfectly. You wouldn't think it would work, but it does. Uh, the New York Times reported that pizza and ranch combinations seems to have started when Domino's offered ranch dressing alongside its wings in 1994. Endeavoring customers used the dressing for their pizzas, not just the wings, and the trend caught on. Uh, I feel like that's probably not where it started. I'm pretty sure people have been doing this since before then, but hey, who knows? Um mm-hmm. Okay, so here's here's an odd one that I'm not sure where you where where they're going with this. Uh, is ketchup and ranch dressing? No. The orange hued dressing that comes from mixing ketchup and ranch is so popular that Heinz is now making bottled cranch. The dressing sounds like oh, it yeah, would yeah, be yeah. good on anything yeah. from fries to sandwiches to salads, and you can always mix your own at home. Okay, so they're using uh, this like for like a dipping sauce, kind of. Yeah, but I feel like that's just taking two sauces that overpower each other, that are two very overpowering sauces, and just 
combining them into one sauce. I feel like you only right. are going to taste that. Right. I feel like somebody. Tr- I feel like somebody at home tried to make like Big Mac sauce and was like, "Well, I'm just going to yeah, start mixing well, these things together until there's one Big Mac sauce is either Thousand Island dressing. If you don't want to do Thousand Island dressing, you take um, pickles, chop them up, or relish if you have relish. Relish, yep. Uh, mayo, ketchup, mustard. And you mix it all together. Yeah, that's that's how we used to make it at with, home with with a heavier base of and you a little bit a little bit of pickle juice too, and you do a heavier base of mayo and a heavier base of ketchup with a little bit of mustard. That's all. Yeah. It's all big mac sauce or a thousand island dressing if you really want to just go the easy way out. Yeah, yeah, that's what we used to do is the non thousand island dressing way because we never had thousand island dressing in the house. Yeah, uh, but yeah, ketchup and ranch dressing that doesn't seem that odd. I, I, I was wondering what they were going with this, like if they were just going to put this on a on toast or on a sandwich or something by itself. But I could see it as a like, dipping sauce for things, sure. Um, blueberries and steak. Uh, Google blueberries no. and steak, and you'll find plenty of recipes for blueberry-based sauces to add to your fillet. The fruit is sweet, but not too sweet, and it won't overpower the meat's flavor. If making your steak sauce sounds too complicated, start with the blueberry steak salad. I mean, I do. I, 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 I understand. I, I can understand the appeal. I, I don't know of it. if I like it, but okay. I don't but think I like. I don't think I care for blueberries enough to try to make a sauce out of it to ruin any yeah, type of meat. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. That that isn't that doesn't ring as something that's like. But it also doesn't sound like one of the worst ones on this list either. So, absolutely, absolutely. Like I could do it. Like if it was given to me at a restaurant, I don't think I'd ever make it. Like if the chef yeah. prepared it, it's like, oh hey, this is this is the sauce for the steak. Yeah, I would be like, all right, we can do this. But I would never like intentionally prepare it. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, number sixteen is watermelon and salt. That's yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, better combination though is watermelon and tahini. So, what's what's tahini? Tahini, it's like it's a salty, spicy uh sauce. Like it's not blah, blah, it's not sauce, uh like seasoning. Okay. Um and basically it just like you yeah, watermelon and tahini is the shit. So apparently a pinch of salt will enhance the flavor of the watermelon's natural no, that, sweetness. Absolutely. Absolutely will hundred percent. That is a true statement. It is actually that's actually a really good combination. All right, here's another one. We're gonna we're not we're not done with the pickles yet, Devin. Oh my god, dude! I know lots people of people. Pickle, people just throw pickles on shit. Like, oh, this is a weird combination. Weird. Like, no, yep. you're just fucking putting pickles on shit. It's not weird. Uh, Stop so, it. Supposedly, this is a common pregnancy craving: pickles and ice pickles cream. And ice cream. Yep. Yeah. There's even a pregnancy-focused cookbook called Pickles and Ice Cream. As Slate explained, there was even an episode of I Love Lucy where pregnant, where pregnant Lucy dipped a pickle into a papaya milkshake while she was pregnant. If you thought it was weird to dip french fries into a frosty, imagine this concoction. Of course, you don't have to be pregnant if you want to try this combination. No judgment here. I just, I don't no. know. I don't. That, no, that doesn't sound good. They make pickled ice cream now, too. too. It's just, like, dumb. Like, it, it doesn't sound like a good idea. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write this. Like I'm going to write this one down as just one that we might have to vote on, but because they're two very easily acquirable things, but I just, it does not sound good to me. No. Um, okay, I've seen people do this. Uh, number eighteen, Bloody Mary and a steak. Yeah, that's fine. Um, normally, Bloody Marys are are generally breakfast kind of foods, you know, drinks. Um, 
but yeah, I've, I've actually seen people in, in, in restaurants drinking Bloody Marys and eating steak. Um, in fact, uh, I will say when we, me and my old coworkers, when we go out to um, breakfast on Christmas Eve morning, uh, they usually get Bloody Marys, and the Bloody Marys comes with uh, uh, a hot wing um, just on the top of it, uh, a spicy wing. Yeah, so. I've seen so many different things. It'll be hot wings, or it'll go be like, I've seen like uh, shrimp and steak skewers, like surf and turf skewers. Yep. I've seen so many different things on top of Bloody Mary. Um, all right, number 19, strawberry and basil. Uh, if you've opened your okay. mind to the possibility of combining strawberries and balsamic vinegar, strawberries and basil are just as winning of a pair. The combination is delicious in drinks like lemonade, but there are plenty of recipes that combine the fruit and the herb too. Whether you want to try strawberry basil com- compote, compo- compote, I don't know what the compote, compote, compote uh, to top your desserts, or a strawberry basil frozen yogurt recipe that stands on its own. The two of them pair well, very uh, pair very well together. Um, yeah, I mean that doesn't sound that bad. That doesn't. I mean, it doesn't sound strange. It's fine. Yeah, that's that. That's, that's a, I mean, yeah. basil has just kind of a, I don't know, just an herby type of taste. Like it doesn't really. It's not overpowering. So. Um. All right. Here's here's one. Have you ever had mangoes before, Devin? Yeah, I've had mangoes. Uh, I love mango. Mangoes and chili powder. Yeah, no, good. Facts, good. Also, great with tahini um, or chamoy. Oh, uh, this is also a very popular uh, chili in, mango in chicken stir fry. I don't know all that, but uh, uh, mangoes and chili powder is good. Uh, adding it. hot sauce to mango is a Mexican standby, and once you've tried it, you'll understand the appeal. Yep, it's good. It's solid. I like it. Um, 10 out of 10. Wood mango again. Number 21, sesame and chocolate. Uh, You might think of sesame seeds as the topping for go-to Chinese food or the buns from McDonald's, but sesame is wonderful, versatile, and there's a reason there are plenty of recipes for sesame and chocolate desserts. From black sesame truffles to sesame chocolate chip cookies, this is a simple but delicious flavor pairing that you didn't know you needed. Well, see, that's the thing is, is this is a list. This is supposedly a list of weird food combinations. Um, but if there's so like this one specifically says that there's so many recipes out there that call for sesame and chocolate. Right. Then how is it that weird then if there's so many recipes for it? You know. Yeah, it's not. Oh, it's hey, not. yours is on this list, Devin. What? This is probably going to make our good one, <laughs> which I'm okay with. Number 22, peanut butter and bacon. Oh, yeah. As with the banana and bacon combo, it looks like Elvis was on to something. Even if you don't include the banana in this combination, the contrasting smoothness of peanut butter and the crunchiness of bacon elevate the experience to eating them together. Uh, Here's one that's strange. I feel like somebody had told me to try this before, and it's relatively easy. Uh, Sriracha and peanut butter. That's yeah. I mean, like, uh, like, like a spicy, like a spicy peanut sauce. Yeah, I made like a, I made like a BS spicy peanut sauce for like that. 
if you're bored of the same old PB and J sandwiches, meet PB and S. Sriracha has the sweet aftertaste without the sugar overload that jams can bring. Plus, the peanut butter will help cut some of the sriracha spiciness. Uh, you don't have to use a fancy recipe with this combination either. Just load up a sandwich with both sriracha and peanut butter. Um, yeah, this next one is no surprise either. People people do, used to do this at McDonald's when McDonald's had honey packets, but French fries and honey. Yeah. You know, I again, don't know. I, mean, I, salty I, I, I would never go for that, but like, yeah. It's again, it's just the whole salty sweet thing. I just, you know? Yeah, I get salty sweet thing. I just don't know. I feel like there's better things to put your French fries in than honey. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't. I feel, like, I feel like that. I feel like that flavor combo is like a weird one for me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this one's a, a a bit strange, but I get it because I also had a sauce that was a honey based sauce, um, honey and pizza. Uh, in a similar vein, honey makes an unexpectedly delicious pizza topping. Hot honey in particular is a delicious offset to the salty taste that comes with meat toppings like pepperoni. Uh, Emily in New York City has a cult following for their col- uh, colony pizza, which combines honey, pepperoni, cups, and peppers for a sensory overload. Uh, I will say that my, my old roommate used to make this um, uh this sauce to put on chicken wings that had a honey base to it. And then it had some spicy seasonings mixed in as well. Uh, And I would use that to at first dip, like when I got down to like my pizza crust, I would dip my pizza crust in it and eat my pizza crust that way. Um, And then every so often I would just, you know, drizzle a little bit on there on, on the entire slice of pizza you needed. So it's really not that strange to me. Right. Uh, number 26, hot sauce and ice cream. What's with everybody wanting to just put stuff on ice cream? It's like ice cream and pickles are like the two go-to fucking things. Like, oh, this is going to be disgusting together. If topping ice cream with olive oil is old hat for you, why not step it up a notch? Milk is a standard go-to for people trying to get that spicy taste out of their mouths. So this means... This seems like the next step. If you're feeling adventurous, you could even make homemade sriracha ice cream. I mean, I get people eating ice cream to get the hot from hot sauce out of their mouth. I mean, I've seen it done. I've done it. Um, you're you're essentially just putting something extremely cold in your mouth that seems like it's on fire. Uh, I don't understand how people would think that it would taste good together. Right. Like, I, I'm just hearkening back to, like, when we tried Da Bomb and imagining putting some Da Bomb on, you know, chocolate ice cream or something. That's just disgusting. The bomb yeah. is, though, the bomb, the issue with the Da Bomb by itself is the bomb is just disgusting. It's you true. Know? It has it's no not... flavor. It tastes like battery acid. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's not even like, is that a hot sauce that's designed to be, like, a good hot sauce? No. It's just ass. Yeah, the bomb was designed to be a hot sauce for the sake of being hot. Yes, you know, I do. I I appreciate hot, hot sauces. I don't care about like spice level. I appreciate hot sauces that bring flavor to something. Um, Absolutely. This one doesn't. I don't. I don't. This one doesn't strike me as too odd, but it's something I don't think I would usually have. Um, green apple and salsa. Okay. 
Uh, fruits like pineapples and mangoes are perfect in salsa, so why wouldn't a green apple? Uh, the tart flavor is perfect for spicy recipes, offsetting some of the heat while adding a tangy taste to the mix. Um, my whole thing with putting like an apple slice in a salsa is like pineapples and mangoes are much softer fruits. Yeah, they are. So adding those to a salsa, you know, you're it's all soft. You know, and then you normally you would dip your chips or whatever in them. If you have something like apple slices into a salsa, that's crunchy. You know, apple slices are hard, you yeah. know. So unless you're just using the apple slices to dip the salsa and eat that like a chip. But Yeah, it's a little weird. I, um, that one that one's just like comes up as weird to be not disgusting. Just like texturally, I don't know how how I feel about it. Right. Now what's miso? Miso is a type of Japanese. It's like a type of Japanese uh, soup. Okay, it doesn't look like soup. It looks like a. Well, it's okay. Well, it's it looks solid. miso soup. Is, yeah, miso soup is made from miso. Miso is a. Uh, I believe it's tofu. If I remember correctly. Oh, okay. So this is miso and butternut squash. I, I forgot what miso is exactly, but I think it's tofu. I forgot what miso is made out of. But um, the most common application is miso soup or miso stock. If you've only. If you've only had the seasoning in soup that comes at a Japanese steakhouse, you're missing out. Roasting butternut squash with miso or adding the seasoning to butternut squash soup adds a rich umami flavor to the sweet taste of the squash. Okay. Those are two things that I don't normally ever have to begin with. So I would have right. never paired these together. Oh, this sounds, this one sounds gross. What? Number 29, watermelon and feta cheese. I like feta, and I don't mind watermelon. I can't imagine them together. Feta is the star of the classic Greek salad, but it's just as delicious when paired with fruit. In dense texture... Uh, its dense texture makes it perfect way to add more flavor to a juicy watermelon salad. That doesn't sound bad to me. Add in mint that. and you're good to go. I can do that. Uh, and then lastly, Devin. Uh, oh, man, this was just legit just a sandwich. Okay, so this isn't like a sauce to dip something in. Ugh. Uh, number 30, peanut butter and mayo. This unlikely sandwich combo no. has a surprising no. number of fans. The Southern tradition no. came about in the no. Depression, but it's stuck around it for years, especially it in especially in Southern states. It should have stayed in the Depression. While no. it may have been created out know. of lack of resources, the sandwich has endured thanks to its ability to meld two distinct flavors into one filling Hell meal. No. Now, are you no. brave enough to try out any of these unlikely treats and for more odd foods, don't miss the 20 I'll, weirdest potato chip flavors that ever existed. I'll try any of them. I just, I, no. Just peanut butter, no. Dude. I'm, I'm writing that one down as a possibility to vote on. Peanut butter and fucking uh, but may mayo. Is, is That just seems like something you're doing because you just want to. That seems like a shock value fucking... I mean, that hey, I will say an odd guy. one that my my buddy Ross came over one time. We were just hanging out while he was home because at the, at the time he was traveling around the country with his wife 
in their in their RV. Um, but you know, every year he would come home and you know we'd hang out and stuff. And we were we were hanging out watching a movie or something, and he had me. He, he's like, "Hey, I'm hungry. I'm gonna make a snack." I was like, "Yeah, help yourself, man. Whatever." He's like, "I'm gonna make you something. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but you have to try it." I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And I tried it, and it wasn't bad. Like, it's not one that I'd probably go and make myself just because I want it. But it's one of those things where it's like, if you really are low on stuff in the house, and this is what you have, it's not a bad combination, I guess. Uh, peanut butter and spicy brown mustard. Okay. It's it's not one that you would think of ever mixing. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say like peanut butter and chicken ramen for like uh what you call it. No, that I mean that is the one that I live by. I have been trying to get everybody to try chicken flavored ramen both. and a scoop of peanut yeah. butter in the end. So like have that or I'll take ramen <clears throat> and then I'll uh, drop two eggs in it and stir it up and have egg drop soup. See, Ross is the one who got me to think about that peanut butter and ramen one because what Ross used to do all all growing up. Uh, ever since I've known him, you know, if if whenever we had ramen, he would cook the ramen, and then instead of adding the flavor packet, he would add a scoop of peanut butter and just have peanut butter noodles, essentially. And yeah. I took it one step further because I like Thai peanut chicken. I found that I, I really like the flavor of peanut butter and chicken. Um, so I had chicken-flavored ramen one time, and I put the peanut butter in there and then i was like well what happens if i just put the chicken flavoring in there so i did that and i mixed it all up and tasted just like fucking peanut chicken and i fucking fell in love with it um if you really want, if you really, next time you really want to elevate it if you have um like if you ever uh if you're like baking or you need like chicken meat but you don't need the skin buy skin on chicken mm-hmm. take the skin off Oh, and then fry up the chicken skin, and then you could uh, crunch a little chicken skin on top of it mm. for some crunch, but also for flavor. Yeah, yep, it's really good. I've done that for too. My yeah, dad, I do my like dad egg used drop to call soup. those chips. Yeah, chips or chicken bacon. Some yep. people call them chicken bacon because it's basically what it is. Fucking yep. Juice. But about as good so. about, about as good for you as bacon. So, i i wrote down <laughs> I wrote down just little numbers on the side of my my paper here. Okay. I was talking about ramen and chicken and shit. I don't think I might have that. I know. I, I kind of want one. I've never had. I've never actually had like official like ramen, like the one like the ramen that you would get that <clears> has like the egg in it, right? And stuff. I've never had ramen like real ramen. The only ramen I've ever had is like the instant ramen that you would get either in the styrofoam cups or the little fucking fifteen cent packets at the store. <laughs> Which you could actually. This is the thing, right? Uh, you can actually buy like there's really good ramen out there. That like, are you like a soup person? Or not like, really. Ramen? Are you the super dry noodle? What are the dry noodles? So I'm gonna send you a picture of it next time you're in your store, your grocery mm-hmm. store. See if they have, uh, it's called Indomie. See if they have Indomie. Okay. I think you'll like it way more. You prepare it a little bit different. You can you can kind of cook your actual ramen like that instead of boiling it boiling it in the water and using the witch cut. Mm-hmm. Um, you just heat up the water in a pan. Like you just get like a cup of water. In, in like a skillet, mm-hmm. uh, sit the brick and noodles in there, and then let it get soft. Flip it over and let it get soft again, and just break it up. Let it just you know just get soft, so it still has a little bit of chew to it, but it's cooked. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, and then take it out, and I just do. I just take it out. I'll sprinkle a little bit of. Uh, I'll sprinkle a little bit of uh, like of the powder on top. I don't because obviously I'm not condensing it with water, so I just do a little bit of powder on top, 
and uh, go from there. And that's actually, I have been eating a lot of my ramen um, and a lot of my noodles and stuff recently. Yep. But uh, yeah, that, but, but Indomie is designed, it comes with a bunch of different flavor packets. It's designed to do, uh, which it's designed to not eat like with, um, it's not like a soup. It's more like, like not dry noodles, but it's more like, uh, like sauce noodles than okay soup noodles. And I, as I, I've kind of been preferring my ramen more so like sauce noodles than as opposed to soup. Um, okay. So I wrote down some numbers while we were going through this. Uh, I just wrote down the numbers. I didn't write down anything else for us to kind of go back and look at. Uh, and I, have, <coughs> I know we we're going to do five and five. I have nine numbers written down. I'm going back right now and I'm writing down whether or not they were good or bad, in my opinion, um, for us to attempt to try. I have a couple question marks because I don't know if they were good or bad considering. Um, number nine. Oh, no, this one was definitely probably a good one. So I have one, two goods. Um, one, two, three, four bads. And one, two, three question marks. So, if you help me decide what the question marks are, whether or not we would consider those good or bad to, you know, whatever, then we can kind of narrow down what I feel like this list is and come up with the list to try on stream live sometime yeah. uh does that sound good to you yep. so the first question that. mark that i have written down was olive oil and ice cream i just put a question mark because i don't know if that was supposed to be good or bad um uh i don't think it i don't know how i, don't, I just don't th- i don't i don't think it'll taste good but i don't know if i'll like I, it's one of those things that i don't know if it'll taste good but i don't think i'll hate it it's just like like I don't. If we did the olive you know oil, I, mean? I would want to. I want. I would want to do what they recommend and try drizzling olive oil with a few sea salt flakes. So you're essentially yeah. getting sea salt ice cream. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is fine. So like I'm cool with that. Uh, I guess we'll make that one a good one for right now. Yeah. So that's three. Um. Number six was the next question mark, which was cheddar cheese and apple pie. You said was good. Yeah, that was good. So that'll bring us up to four good and four bad. The next question mark we have one we have one here was peanut butter and a burger. Uh, we were both kind of on the fence on whether or not this one would be good or bad. <coughs> I, I I I've seen it. There's a place by me that has it, and I just don't know if I I really want to like try it. But like I, it doesn't sound good to me. Like on on like you ask me like, oh hey, does this sound good? I'd be like no. <laughs> right. So do you want to put that one under the bad category? Yep. 
So we'll put that one under the bad category. So that brings us up to five bads, and we've gotten rid of the question marks. So we need one more good one. And then I'll run through which ones these are so we can kind of determine whether or not we I mean, want to vote. Do you like coconut or anything or no? I, I don't mind coconut, yeah. I was going to say, if you got any of those coconut cookie bars, that the cheddar cheese, I mean, that way we can kind of just keep our grocery list down, too, because we're already using cheddar cheese anyway. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like. Actually, you know what? Let's try this, uh, this, this, uh, uh, I was going to say, let's try this, um, yeah, okay. Well, you said it's coconut coconut cookie bar? What? Yeah, like coconut cookie bars. Hold on a second. I got a phone call. I don't know if it's gone. Let me Jeez. I guess will be our last. Well, he said that's a good one, I guess. Sorry, I'm back. Okay. I had to pick up my prescription, and they're calling me to pick up my prescription. I'm like, uh, my gotcha. picture earlier people all right what the hell so if you if you want to write these down for yourself too um these are the only notable ones that i've picked up off of this list and with the addition to your coconut cookie bar and cheese um which we'll put at the end but you're saying that that's a good combination yeah yeah that that one's really good like i actually really enjoy Um, eating that so the first one we have is number three which is olive oil and ice cream so, olive oil, ice cream is supposedly good. First bad one we have is Coca-Cola and chicken. We'll have to look up a, an actual recipe for this. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not frying chicken for fucking... I'm not frying chicken for a fucking video. Like I'm not doing that. This is way too much cleanup and work for one video. Well, I mean, way. maybe there's a recipe. We'll have to check off off air. See if there's a recipe that has already like prepared chicken and like you just use Coca Cola to make a sauce. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, if not, we'll look for another bad one. Um, yeah, I'm like I'm not doing that. Like that just seems like a lot of like cleanup and work dude, for a fucking video. For one to try like one bite of something, uh, and be like this is terrible. <laughs> you know six, I mean? six is cheddar cheese and an apple pie. Uh, so essentially, just about pie crust and cheese. We don't have to make the whole apple pie. Right. I I, uh, I just go to the store. I can go to the store and just get a thing of apple pie. I go to like the local diner and get a slice of apple pie, and then get some cheddar cheese and melt on top. Yeah, cheddar cheese. That's not much. That's that's a relatively pie. easy. Slice, uh, slice. Number seven is a bad one. Uh, is the peanut butter on a burger? <coughs> peanut butter burger. Number eleven was bad. Apparently. Oh, number nine is good. That's the banana and bacon. Yeah, that one we already we already tried that basically. Like I feel like no, that's we did peanut butter and bacon. Okay, I mean, plus we it's... we need the we needed the good ones on this list too. True, true. So true, I guess. I feel like it's number eleven maybe, was. Like ugh, we're splitting hairs here, neither okay. one of us are going to want this, but we're good. We got to do it. Number eleven right. was 
peanut butter and pickle sandwich. <sighs> Why? Uh, for the viewers. Like that, not I don't like that. Like, why, why are we eating? I mean, like, it's, just, it's like, why, why? That's not a good combo. I don't care what yeah. anybody says. Like, you, you really cannot have taste buds and be like, yeah, no, that's that's the move, man. I'm I'm telling you right now, the bad list is mainly all pickles. The next bad one is I know that's what I'm saying. Pickles like, and, and ice cream. Just pickles on and be like, oh, it's bad. Like, no, you just fucking you're terrible at people at life. Pickles and ice cream is the next bad one. 22 is a good one. Uh, is your peanut butter and bacon one? Bug and retarded. And then we'll make the last good one your coconut cookie bar one. Yeah. Coconut cookie bar and cheese. And then the last bad one, number 30, peanut butter and mayo. Hey, you never know. We might try these bad ones and they might taste all right. They might, but peanut butter and bacon and mayo is not. No, no, no. It's There's on, no way. It's on the list. You cannot tell me that shit tastes good. Hey, I don't care what anybody yeah, says. It's on the list. It's fine. It's on the list, but you can't tell me it tastes good. Like, I don't care what anybody says. People are making that shit up to troll. Did I skip there, a bad there, one? I only have four bad ones written down. What's number four? Did you get, did you get pickles and ice cream? Yep. Oh, no. Number four, we were going to look to see. Number four was the Coca-Cola and chicken. If we can't find a a thing where it's just adding Coca-Cola to a sauce somehow, then we're going to have to find another bad one to try. Yeah. Um, Which seems like that might be more likely because I don't, I don't, I, I, yeah. Unless I can like make it like, I feel feel like a Coca-Cola sauce wouldn't be terrible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like cook, like frying it in Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola chicken is like not, 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 not the move. Yeah. Uh. Well. Let oh, okay. Me... It, it, it is, apparently it is like a sauce. Okay. Cola so... chicken is a chicken dish popular in Hong Kong. Compared with chicken and cola sauce, chicken's main ingredients. Cola is typically mixed with other ingredients, such as soy sauce, barbecue sauce, or ketchup. So you just literally regular. mix just like some Coca Cola straight out the bottle. It's like a sauce. And you it's mix like it with other spot. things. I think it's something like I think you you make it. I would just I would just probably just buy like some chicken wings and just fucking make the sauce off and just toss them in there. Call it a day. Right, but like like does it tell you how to make the sauce? The sauce. Yeah, literally. Like, I don't want to have to boil cocoa. I don't want to boil soda. Six that's pieces of chicken place. wings, one whole onion slice, eight cloves of garlic, four tablespoons of soy sauce, three and a half tablespoons of oyster sauce, half a tablespoon of black pepper, and then two hundred twenty mils of coke. And not the fun kind. Okay. So essentially, you just boil all that together. Uh, turn the heat on medium high. Oil in the pan. Add the onion. Saute the onion and the garlic. Uh, add the chicken skin side down. Let it cook. Add the soy sauce, black pepper, yeah, and then all that into one thing. 
Um, and then you make sure all the chicken's like soaked and shit in the sauce. Then you just put a lid on it and you let it simmer for 15 minutes and then turn it back up to medium high and then just start spooning the sauce over the chicken while it's cooking for like three to five minutes and you have cool the chicken. Uh, I'll tell you what, Devin, because I mean, there, it seems like there's a lot of prep involved in that one. It's, it's not. Really it's not. It's, it's not all, just. It's, like, all, it's all. It's all. It's a one pot dish. It's really not that much prep involved. Right, but it's not just hey, here's two ingredients found in your kitchen, slap them together, sort of thing. No, it's not. Um, I did just think of one that sounds terrible, but I've heard a lot of people really do like it. That would be much easier for us to try. What? Have you ever heard of pilk? Pilk? Yeah. I, like Pepsi and milk? Yeah, Pepsi and milk. I used to drink that all the time when I was a kid. That's good to me. I like it. What? Yeah. Are you crazy? As, <laughs> no, I'm serious. As weird as, weird as it is, um, like, it's supposed to... It, it, like, people say, it's, oh, it's, it'll, like, fuck your stomach up because it'll, like, it'll curdle the milk in your stomach. But... Uh, I actually like I used to actually like settle my stomach when I was like had like a stomach ache. I would drink Coke or Pepsi and milk, or you do like half milk and then half Coke, and it makes like a really like thick head. It's actually pretty good. Huh? Yeah, I've used to drink it all the time. Like it's not like an issue. It's pretty good. It, the only issue, oh no, the one that so this one isn't disgusting, but people, but see, you you won't. I would have to ship you Verners. I don't know what that is. It's a it's a pop that's regional to Michigan, but like one of the like it's like a home remedy in Michigan. Is you take Verner's and a cinnamon stick and you put it in the microwave and you drink it if you're like uh, like sick or you're not feeling well. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to like it's supposed to fucking make you like feel better. Uh almost impossible to fucking drink it because it causes you to cough like a motherfucker. Because uh, like basic Verner's, if you have Verner's in a cup, like if you put Verner's in a cup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you try to like, and you are bringing the cup to your mouth. If you inhale, you will have a coughing fit because like now, it's super carbonated. What kind of soda would you? It's a ginger. It's a ginger soda. It is not a ginger ale. It is a ginger soda. It is way too sweet to be a ginger ale. It is like a ginger soda. It's a ginger pop. It's not okay. a or soda. It's not a fucking ginger ale. You know it says ginger ale. I think on there. But yeah, you do. If people say you do that, you take warm Verner's, or you like put it in the microwave and warm it up with a cinnamon stick, and it's supposed to like cure shit and it fucking murders you. It yeah. Now is this something that you couldn't just re- do a replacement using ginger ale and, and a no. cinnamon stick? No, uh, Verner's is so it's so different. Okay, with, it's so different than um. It's so different than like a Canada Dry or something like that. It's so different. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't mix. Like for instance, like if I was having whiskey, I wouldn't mix whiskey with Verner's. It wouldn't taste right. It's it's so different. But I mean, I could I could send you Verner's. That's not the end of the world. I'm pretty sure I can like Amazon you Verner's. Um. Well, I'm trying to steer clear of this this Coca Cola one here because I, 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 you know, yeah. a lot of these are just really simple. Like, here's two fucking foods, just try to mix them together, sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I can, yeah, I can send you, I can send you Verner's. It, it, I mean, it's a, 
slightly more expensive endeavor. But I can that sound that looks good. messy as fuck. Uh, what? Ew. Ew, that one that one sounds nasty. I found another list. Ew. Not, now I know the pain of people saying they can't get Verners and they live out of state. Like you can, but you pay out the ass for it. So for a to get Verners delivered, a, a get a twelve pack of cans or Verners delivered is twenty dollars. <laughs> Jesus. Or I can get a six pack of the bottles delivered for also twenty dollars. I can get a, a twenty four pack of cans for thirty four, which technically is more economical than the because I mean twice the cans for only another twelve dollars. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an option here. Good. Because I, 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 I'm I'm removing the whole Coca Cola. I don't want to have to cook stuff to make this. Or you can wait till August. We can do this in August. We can record this live in August when I come down there. Up there, okay. I mean, and I we, can just we, bring burgers with me. We could do that too. Um, then I could just make the cola chicken, like out. You don't have to worry about it. Um, but some of these might sound even worse than that, but they are apparently extremely good, so to speak. Lies, lies. I hear nothing but lies. Dude, wait until I read off some of these to you. Some of these are just downright okay. So, popcorn and ketchup. I don't see the appeal. No, that sounds terrible. Um, Why would you ever do that? The next one. Make that make sense. Make that make sense. The next one. The the next one doesn't sound bad, but just looking at the picture, it's fucking messy. And that's popcorn and marshmallow, like a fluff. That sounds sounds sticky as fuck. Uh, Here's one that uh, kind of makes my stomach turn. Oreos dipped in orange juice. Nope, nope, mm -mm, nope, not doing it. Uh, It says orange and chocolate are popular flavors, so this weird food combination may have potential. Not doing it. Nope, nope. That Um, sounds terrible. That sounds like that sounds just absolutely atrocious. This one, I don't, I don't know. There's only one part of this one that sounds odd, but still, it doesn't sound terrible. Is strawberries, sour cream, and brown sugar. So the sour cream sound seems like the outlier in this, but it still doesn't sound, sound terrible, I guess. That sounds doesn't um, sound terrible, but it still sounds like some it sounds like a whole lot of nope. Uh the the last two that they have on this list that just kind of was really fucked up. Um macaroni and cheese with ketchup. Well, okay, that doesn't sound as messed up as I thought, because I had a friend who used to make mac and cheese, and they would add tomato sauce or tomato, tomato, a can of tomato soup to their mac and cheese, and it came out pretty good. That's kind of the same basis. Uh, and then this one was just a grilled peanut butter and cheese sandwich. Uh... Uh, uh. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Is I mean. Uh, so what I'm gonna do? I'm. You know what? I'm gonna vote for that one, and what we're, we're gonna do. We'll we'll wait until you come down next to actually do this live. 
but we're, we're going to do, what did you call it? A Verner's and Verner's and a cinnamon. Oh, yeah, Verner's and a cinnamon stick. I can bring those stuff down with me. That's easy to bring stick. And then I'm voting for the grilled cheese. Peanut butter? Peanut butter. I mean, I feel like that's not that bad. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know, but peanut butter and cheese just doesn't sound super appealing. Although they're saying no, put, they're saying put, putting peanut butter on a burger, so I mean, you figure that's gonna have cheese, that's gonna have pickles and lettuce and tomato and ketchup and whatever. I don't know. Either way, we have our we have our good and our bad list to try on a live stream at some point. We're gonna wait until Devin comes comes up to visit. And then we'll we'll get everything prepped and we'll try it and we'll record it live on a stream, um, right? And then we can even go through because uh, Rob just woke up and uh, at almost oh, did you guys at review, almost did you, four p.m. Did you guys review Copeland there? No? <laughs> we it's we I haven't found a good copy of it yet. Good for, and I haven't gone okay. to the I haven't gone to the movie theaters. Um, I still want to uh, do. I still want to do the banana splits, and I still want to do um, the Winnie, the new Winnie the Pooh movie. Is that out yet? Uh, the the new Winnie the Pooh, yeah. The horror one or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's out. All right. I heard it's not great, but I still yeah, want to do it well, at some point. Yeah, it'll be on our. I list. really want to do that that Christmas ish that Christmas ish horror movie, but what? I don't know when we're gonna Christmas ish. Better watch out. I mean, it's set oh, around Christmas. But. Gotcha. I still yeah. want to do that. Yeah, I mean, right, right, it's a good movie in general. So write these down, and we'll definitely take a look, and we'll we'll see if we can find good good versions of them to watch. Well, I know Better Watch Out is that's been out for a while. Um, so I, I, I a copy of that. But yeah, so these food ones will I I set it aside. Uh, it's on my computer or it's on my keyboard now, and we'll do those next time you come up. So that way we can even convince Rob to do them, and we can since we're going to be doing them on a stream, we'll watch him get sick from them. Uh, and it'll be good times for for everybody, and who knows? Like maybe it. even if maybe if if we can get Donnie to come up too around the same time, if he has time off, then uh, we'll make him try these. Maybe we can get him to shoot pasta out of his nose again. Oh, that that was great! Yeah, he actually shot pasta out of his nose. I forgot about that. Yeah, man, that was wonderful. Fucking snot pasta. Uh. Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, that's our episode. We're over an hour, um, so awesome. that was a good list. That was a good little thing, and we have some weird food combos that we're going to try on stream for you guys. Um, and do you have? You said you you had either life advice or a science corner, or both, or doubled up yeah. on life oh. advice. No, I have both. Uh, so science corner. Oh, um, Science Corner with in, Devin. Apparently, Devin. Apparently, back in 2012 in Western Denmark, or 2020, back in Western Denmark, they found um, new evidence of, which is now the oldest known reference to uh, the Norse god Odin. So, uh, with this new piece of information, uh, Odin is now thought to have been worshipped as early as the 5th century. Wow. Um, which is at least 150 years earlier than the previously oldest known reference, which was found on a, bro- a brooch found in southern Germany and dated to the second half of the 6th century. Wow. Okay. So, uh, so it's a, it's a uh, extra stink. The cat, the cache was found. It was buried 1500, 1,500 years ago. 
either to hide it from the enemies or as a tribute to appease the gods, a golden whatever it's called, a kind of thin uh, ornamental pendant carried uh, carried an inscription that read, he is, he is Odin's man, likely referring to an unknown king or overlord. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, so Odin is old as fuck. Yeah. We, we, older than we thought. But you said what? By like 150 years at least? Yeah, uh, yeah. It pushed it back a whole century. It's 150 years. Uh, this this piece date, dates back at least 150 years earlier than previous. No. Nice. Yup, yup, yup. And then life advice. My life advice. Hold on, I have pulled up here, but I do have it. No, that's like the sad life advice. I don't want. I don't want sad life advice. Not that one. Ah, there we go. Life advice for Devin. Um, also kind of sad life advice, but also inspirational life at the same time. And it's very simple and sweet. It says, never make someone a priority when all you are to them is an option. That is true. That is 100% true. Um... <clears throat> And that goes for every aspect in your life. Like, never yeah. prioritize anything or anyone yeah. um, in your life that, you know, where to them you are just an option or you are just another cog in the machine, to, so to speak. Yep. Um, yeah. That's why people, like, say, like, never, never prioritize your job over your family or your friends or something like that because those are the people that are going to be there for you when you need help, ideally. Yep. <laughs> yep. Your job won't, you know what I mean? Right. You know, uh, I, I've always tried to tried to live, you know, at least more recently. I, I won't say always, but um, qu- quality over quantity, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, no, for sure. Surround yourself always... with people who who are good for you, who make you a better person, and who are going to be there no matter what, as opposed to having the dozens of friends who, you know, when you, when you do need somebody, they're nowhere to be seen sort of thing, you know, or they only reach out when they want something or, or when it benefits them, you know, so quality over quantity people. Y'all. Uh, all right, Devin. So where, where can people find you on the internets? You guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie. You can find me on Twitch at Mr. D3. And as always, you can find me on eBay um, looking for Odin's coins. Oh, and thank you for every, thank you everybody for listening and uh, tuning in. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Jax Forest Walker, all one word, on Twitch at DM Webby, and on eBay at Selling Devin. Uh, Fool counterfeit Odin coins. Counterfeit Odin coins um, God damn it. That are why would you do something? that are at least three hundred and fifty years older than that other thing. Oh, so, well, look at that. Look yeah, at they're old I'm, as I'm, fuck, Devin. But about uh thank you everybody for listening. We love you, stay safe, and fuck booster gold. Also, B's not gonna hear this, but she'd be so proud of me. Sitting right next to me. I'll agree, I've had one before, so we've had this conversation before, but um Sitting right next to me as we speak is a electric kettle. Oh, I'll bring that up to her. Yeah.
yes. Because I, I started drinking, uh, I stopped drinking coffee. I didn't, uh, I didn't stop. I'm trying to cut back on my coffee I'm drinking. Uh, so I started drinking uh, yerba mate, um, which is like a loosely green tea. Um, and honestly, man, like people said, like it had like almost drug-like effects. Like that cup I drank this morning, I was like, yo, like I literally Googled. I'm like, is this legal? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this feels right like on. this is a drug. This this does not feel legal. This 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 feels like a drug. Um, like I actually got like a head rush. I got like a high, but not like in a bad way. I was like, whoa, this is what's up. Number three. Uh, well, I'm glad you're enjoying that tea. Uh, I'll let B know that she should be proud of you that you have an electric kettle. Yeah, and uh, man, coming up one of these weeks, we're gonna have to. Um, hopefully, we'll find a good, good version on, on online or something to watch Cocaine Bear, so we can do our review. I'm gonna watch the shit out of that movie. Uh, so yeah. All right. Until next week, everybody. I, I want to see Creed too. <laughs>